0: football my name is dave i'm here with Cleve. we're broadcasting uh live on live on youtube we're already off to a great start we're two minutes late we're getting up this is bullshit from ben uh um, <laughs> sorry about that bud uh yeah here with here with Cleve. Cleve, how you doing today
1: uh <clears throat> running around i just just literally got here
0: just showed up sat down ready to go
1: yeah didn't eat didn't eat dinner yet anything so this is for ben
0: So you've got, uh, (laughs) that's funny, so you've got running around like crazy, doing all sorts of different things, uh, haven't eaten dinner yet. You are still having a better day than Herm Edwards.
1: I already got fired, right?
0: Uh, Not only did Herm Edwards get fired after Arizona State lost to Eastern Michigan University, he got fired on the field. Oh, wow. Wow the university president and the AD met him in the end zone as the team was walking off the field and told him then and there to address the team because he was being fired.
1: Wow. That's, that's incredible. Yes. Have you ever heard of that before?
0: Uh, I believe Arkansas fired Brett Bielema on the field as well. Um, how bad was the (laughs) loss? Well, when you lose to Eastern Michigan in just about anything, you're probably going to get fired. Um, yeah, Paul points out there's video all over Twitter. You should check it out. So Wow,
1: yeah, I need to – I mean, he, you know, he's an old Jets coach, so.
0: Yeah, used to getting fired. Um, yeah, a little bit. But I just wanted – I wanted to start with that. I want to get right into the games. I did want to start with that because that was absolutely insane. I don't think I would – if I was in a position to fire a coach, I don't think I would fire them on the field. So much as I joke about it, I don't think I would ever do it.
1: What – I know we take liberties at these guys getting getting Ken, but in all seriousness, like they're—it's not them. It's like their assistants and other position coaches. Like the entire regime usually goes out, right?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Everybody's getting everybody's getting fired in that case. Um, I'm not saying he shouldn't have been fired. Probably shouldn't have been hired in the first place. And it's Arizona State's probably be a nice landing spot for Cliff Kingsbury, but. Uh, firing the man of the field is is pretty rough. Didn't he take um the old ben- Bengals coach out with with him? It was like a special assistant to him, Marvin Lewis.
1: Yeah, I think I I, I think so because I saw it, I saw it a podcast uh, recently where against the guys from the pivot actually interviewed Marvin and he said they asked him what he was doing now and he said that he was working with Herm as a special assistant. Oh, in Arizona, yeah. So there there you go.
0: Okay, um, <clears throat> that's weird. Don't know why I did that. So I'm um, yeah, I'm producing the show as we do the show here. Normally, I show up with pages of notes and numbers and uh, all sorts of things. Today, not uh, not so much. So I do have notes. I do have the games in order. So we are ready to go here cleave going back to last Thursday which does feel like it was 3 weeks ago we have the Chiefs 27 at the Chargers 24 the Chargers were leading 17 to 7 with 10 to go in the 3rd which is easy to forget because it seemed like they were chasing the entire game and Casey took the lead on a 99-yard pick six I, I mean Justin Herbert's the man but a 99-yard pick six like you got to be more careful with the ball there right
1: a little bit. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he hurt his ribs or something?
0: In the yes. Head? Yeah, so he did hurt his ribs, continued to play through it. Um, he had a play on like a fourth and two where he could have easily ran for the first down, and he threw it instead because he just clearly could not throw the ball. Yeah. And then The very next play just lasered like a 40-yard strike to DeAndre Carter to get down into I remember that. scoring I, I range.
1: Was, I was like a couple more footsteps. He would have been fine.
0: Yep. Yeah, so that's um uh that you know there wasn't too much takeaway from this game except that the Chargers played Kansas City pretty close, but couldn't make the big plays when it counted, and Kansas City ended up coming out on top. And now Kansas City's two and zero with the win in L. A., which means that now the Chargers have to go to Kansas City. Given what we're seeing from the Broncos and what happened to the Raiders this week, it's too early to say Kansas City's going to win this division, but it feels like they're going to win this division.
1: Um. Yeah, because Hackett can't coach.
0: <laughs> oh, we're gonna get to that. Um, and I might be a huge hypocrite about firing coaches on the field. Let me tell you. Okay, the next two games here, um, I believe all took place between four trash teams. It's early in the season, so it's hard to know quite yet. But I think all four of these teams are not are not great. The first game here, we have the Giants nineteen at the Panthers sixteen. Uh, Cleave, the Giants are two and zero.
1: Yeah, New York is a buzz right now. All my friends, all my, all my friends from back home are like, like they won the Super Bowl already.
0: It's crazy. Yeah. Well, congrats to them on their five win t- on their five wins. They're going to have this season. They <laughs> got two of them already. Now they could go six and eleven. They could go six and eleven. That, that division. <laughs> yeah. It, oh. Did you see that? Uh, Kenny Galladay played like almost no snaps in this game, and then after the game, just cleared out his locker and left before like the rest of the team after a win.
1: No, I didn't see that. Is it because of his target share?
0: Uh it's because he sucks and the um uh beat writers one of the beat writers wrote in the preseason that he's running like a mannequin. Oh wow. And so he's not getting any playing time and of course this isn't the the regime that signed him. Right, Dave Gettleman and Joe Judge signed him to that 4-year, 72 million dollar contract which he's now just stealing from the Giants. Now he's playing terrible and you know, but to just pack up your stuff and leave before the rest of the team from an away game seems pretty bad.
1: There's probably a dress down. There's <laughs> probably yeah. a dress down.
0: Yeah. I would not be surprised to see him be traded here. Uh, pretty, pretty quickly. The giants are also probably trash, but not like awful. Like I don't think they're running for the first overall pick. I think they're going to win five to six this year. The Panthers on the other hand, Baker goes 14 of 29 for 145 yards. It's like you're 14 to 29. And you have Christian McCaffrey, like just make six of those incompletions, dump offs to Christian McCaffrey. It, it can't hurt. Right. Yeah.
1: It's just, I feel sorry for him, man. I feel sorry for him. I, I I'm a Baker guy and it's not looking good. I don't know what it is down there. Is it Matt rule? Is, are easy are, on the hot seat? You think is it getting hot?
0: I mean, I think it's I think it's Ben Hat. I think this is his his uh, his last his last chance to try to pull something out of the out of the water here. But I just don't I don't think it's going to work. And I think it's unfair to Baker as well. But fourteen to twenty nine is it, just not going to cut it. They lost the game by three points. Like literally, just dump it off four more times. Like, Christian McCaffrey, they probably win. True that. Oh, ben says Baker yeah. Baker is a lost cause. Well, oh we- Baker
1: well, we've been we've been floating the idea. sorry guys i'm I'm a little hoarse allergies killing me. Um, I think um he's entering bus territory. He's entering he bus
0: territory. now, can somebody be a bust if they're the two time XFL MVP?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Asking for a friend uh, my friend is Baker, Mayfield. Wow, all right, uh, Cleve, what team got shut out this week? Got shut out? Uh-huh. Not the Texans there? Eh? No, the Texans did not get shut out. Is it the Colts? It was. Jaguars 24, Colts nothing. So I'm going to say something that's going to sound shocking, but as soon as we talk through it a little bit, I, I, it's one of once things you're going to agree with me after, afterwards, okay? Okay. The Jacksonville Jaguars are the favorite to win this division.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. That was a knee-jerk reaction. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. Okay, so let's think it through. Okay, they're two and zero. I'm sorry. One uh, one. They're one one. Yeah, one one. Yep. They're one one. The Colts are zero two. Right. The Titans are zero two, and the Texans are the Texans. They're clearly better than the Colts. I mean, the Colts have lost twenty four to nothing to Jacksonville. So,
1: what do you, what do you think is 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 the issue? You think it's the quarterback play? Or you think it's just the the organization and like they're they should be rebuilding?
0: Well, the Colts had no wide receivers in this game. Michael Pittman Jr. was out. Um, Alec Pierce was out. But even knowing that going into the game, how many carries for how many yards do you think Jonathan Taylor had at halftime, knowing all these wide receivers were out?
1: So they didn't feed him the ball, obviously. No, they um, did not. Wow, you got a four, stud like that. Four carries for five yards at halftime. Yeah, someone's getting fired, bro.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because last week Scott brought up that Frank Wright could be on the hot seat. um, And his seat's about to get really hot because this week the Colts host Kansas City.
1: So Matt Ryan is not working out up there?
0: Well, Matt Ryan is ancient and he needs people to throw to. So it was clear without Michael Pittman out there on the field that he just – they could not move the ball at all. They could not do anything. And it's not like the Jaguars have a vaunted defense by any by any stretch. So, um, yeah, it was, just, it was just awful for the Colts. And, you know, you could say maybe the Titans could turn it around or the Colts could turn it around. But, honestly, through two games, the Jaguars have looked like the most complete team.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Yeah, amazing what getting just not the worst coaching in the history of the league can do. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, oh! we've got some breaking news. Breaking news here. Hang on one second. What's going on? Yeah, we got breaking news out of Miami. I'm about to pull this up on the screen <laughs> so, the, uh, so the viewers can see it. Hang on one second here.
1: <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do my victory lap when the ceiling comes crashing down on this guy.
0: Okay. So – uh yeah. So this is our breaking news out of Miami. Cleve saying, or uh, Tua saying, "Suck it, Cleve." Here, do you happen to know Tua's stat line off the top of your head? I think it was. I think.
1: It, I think w- with the two the two picks, I think he threw six TDs. Yes, it's four hundred
0: and sixty nine yards.
1: Yeah, which which ain't gonna which not gonna be next week by any. I'm taking the under that he throws under two hundred yards
0: next week under 200 yards?
1: Yeah. Like I'm talking like like sub like maybe 201 you know.
0: You want you want 97. You want to uh tell you what, I'll give you 210.
1: I don't, I don't think he's going to throw uh over 200 yards. Over like I said, sub to like sub two hundreds
0: is what okay. he's, he's going to throw next week. You want to bet it at 205?
1: I'm not betting you man. No. I'm just I'm letting you know for facts. Like this is this is a fact.
0: Okay, well, if it's a fact, you should have no problem taking your side here, <laughs> right? You you would bet me that the sun's gonna come up tomorrow, yeah. I, I would, of course. I guess if it didn't, you wouldn't have to pay me exactly because exactly. <laughs> that means exactly. it was out, yeah. So, um, uh, but Cleve, here thing is, I think if you beg for mercy, Lord Tua might give you a quick and merciful death.
1: I'm not, I'm still not convinced, man. I'm still not convinced.
0: What's funny is that last week, like just last week, Scott was saying that the, um, that tool was good and accurate, but the offense had a cap ceiling and that like, um, uh, Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, like they couldn't put up the like Tyreek, couldn't put up the same numbers that he put up with Patrick Mahomes. And then Tyreek goes for 190 yards in this game. Waddle goes for like 170.
1: Ben, a they got buff- for each of them. ben, they got Buffalo next week. If I'm not mistaken.
0: And you want to take under on his
1: passing yards? Vaughn Miller's going to be in his face. He's going to be eating his lunch.
0: I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll take it. That, that I'll take Bill's, the Bills, that the Bill's game, defense is going to be
1: ridiculous on this kid. I'm telling you.
0: I I mean, I agree with that, but that doesn't harm his chances of passing for a lot of yards. If you're losing, you pass more. That's what happened in this game, right? I mean, the Ravens. No, no,
1: it's not, it's not that he's going to be hit a lot. He's going to get hit a lot. He's going to have to run, he's going to have to scramble, he's going to get a hit.
0: I mean, yeah, probably. But I think defense,
1: Bills defense we're talking about here, Bills defense.
0: Yes, I think I mean, I think the Bills are the most complete team. I think they're probably going to win the game in Miami next week, although it's only Tuesday, so don't hold me to that. I may uh make that uh Ben and Chat saying he'll take under two fifty. Yeah, I wonder where his prop line is going to be. I bet it's going to be higher than that because they're going to be home dogs. So I bet he's I bet his line is going to be higher than two fifty. Um, but the Ravens blew a twenty-one point second half lead in this game, Cleve, which I think was the much bigger the much bigger thing because as we're talking about two and we're talking about um, the wide receivers, Lamar Jackson in this game, twenty-one and twenty-nine for three hundred and eighteen yards and three touchdowns nine carries for 119 yards and another touchdown, including an, like a 75 yarder.
1: Yeah. Didn't he breaks? He, he broke Vick's record by, by, by one. Is it Yes.
0: One touch? Yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, now has 11, 100 yard rushing games most ever by a quarterback. And he's 25.
1: I just don't think he should be out there doing that. I just, that's me personally. It's great. It's great that he's showing what he's worth. I, I love that. Like the, Every game that passes, <clears throat> that checkbook's getting a little thicker with checks.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, I would still – now, I think it would be easier if they had won this game. Yeah. Um, but I would still just, like, not show up. I would just change all my socials to just the contract demands. Good. Good. You know, and just be like, all right, well, whenever you guys are ready to pay me my money, I'll – uh I'll show I'll show up there. And then the last thing here, Cleve, you know that Hollywood Brown is just noted for his speed, right? Yeah. Right. So, the fastest that Hollywood Brown has ever been clocked by the web, Amazon, whatever next gen stat people is 21.3 miles per hour. On the 75-yard touchdown for Rashad Bateman, how fast do you think he was running? Did he get to 24? 21.4. So everybody's saying, "Oh, Rashad Bateman, this and that." Well, it turns out on a football field, he's faster. Wow. Than Hollywood Brown. So I think they knew. I think they knew what they were doing, and they knew what they had when they when they decided to to do that. Uh, as far as the Ravens go, losing this game is not is not good. That's going to be a tough a tough division, I think. Um, but one that they could run away with, that they could just put together complete games. And at this point, they should just be looking to win games. I don't know, like just get to 45 every single game. Mm -hmm. Just know you're giving up points and don't take the foot off the gas. They can't run the ball with Dusty-ass Mike Davis and uh, Kenny and Drake and Justice Hill. Mm. Yeah, those are all real people.
1: And I can't believe some of those guys still in the league.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Next game here, we have the Patriots 17 at the Steelers 14. The Patriots won, whatever. They're still ass. Um, can we have enough of Mitch Trubisky now?
1: I think it's time for the picket. <laughs> I'm going to pick it for picket.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's um, uh, beyond time. I mean, this New England team is just not good, and Mitch Trubisky was dead in the water out there. He didn't look as dead as uh, Ben Roethlisberger did last year, but he was way closer than people expected. I think he's actually cooked.
1: I think they gave him a veterans nod getting them in there because Pickett clearly outplayed him in the, in the preseason. Mm-hmm. That job was, that was, that job was that kiss to take, but you know, you're going to throw a rookie out there. I get it. But yeah. I think we've seen enough of Mitch to say, okay, see what Pickett got.
0: Yeah. No, I, uh, I agree with that. Uh, also, it's a good thing that the Steelers spent a first round pick on Najee Harris. He really fixed their running game. Didn't he? Sure did. <laughs> I, I, uh, Don't have the numbers. Like I said, I normally have the numbers all written down right right in front of me. I'm about to pull up the notes for Najee Harris here. I don't know them offhand. Cleve, how many yards do you think Najee Harris rushed for in this game?
1: 35.
0: 49, but I'm 15 carries. Yeah, that's 3.3 yards per carry. Wow. Yeah, just... Just there. I mean, this offense just can't do can't do anything. Mitch twenty one to thirty-three for one sixty-eight, one touchdown, and one pick. I mean pedestrian,
1: pedestrian. Can't pick
0: it can do that. Well, he's yeah, getting better.
1: Yeah. pedestrian. Yeah, that's that's our that's a rookie, that's a rookie stat line.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. <clears throat> so nothing, uh, nothing there. Now, of course, we have your game of the week. Jets thirty one, Browns thirty. The Cleveland Browns, a <laughs> thirteen point lead. After the two-minute warning. <laughs> also, the Jets had no timeouts. So, the thing that happened here, and not a lot of people caught this in real time, because the Jets had no timeouts, when the Browns were winning 24-17, to Nick Chubb ran for a 12-yard touchdown. If he had just fallen down at the one-yard line after getting the first down, they kneel it out, the game is over.
1: Yeah, Stupid. Stupid.
0: Right, and the thing is, I can expect, like, the players needing to be reminded in that situation because your instinct's going to be try to score the ball. But the coaches have to be in their career. Right. We just want the first down. The first down is all we want. And then we can win the game. But the thing is, I don't think these coaches knew. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody in this organization knew the situation. I think they are just like, oh, yeah, score a touchdown. That's great.
1: Didn't he come out today and apologize that he did that? I think he did. Yeah, I'm sorry. I scored.
0: Yes. Yeah, because obviously it, it led it led them to losing to losing the game. And if he just falls down, they would have they would have been able to, to win the game. But I do think that as a player, you, you need to have like at the two minute warning. The coach needs to be in your ear like we're just getting the first down. They have no timeouts.
1: I mean, you see the, you see guys all the time like what you if he would have stopped on a one yard line and then one of his guys hit him. And he fell in like that. That's happened to guys, right? Yes. But yeah, he was on the sideline, like roping it. Yeah. Just go out of bounds, dude.
0: Yeah. 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 Just, or, you know, get down, whatever you have to do to just keep that, keep that clock moving because that's the way to do it. Um, Ben says that ESPN had that game at 99.9% uh percent probability of winning at one point.
1: Yeah. He's not kidding. Like that was this that was the percentage.
0: Yeah, it was one in a thousand.
1: That was Murphy. That was Murphy's law.
0: <laughs> what could go wrong, right? Uh, I was Murphy Brown. <laughs> Shit, right? <laughs> um, yeah this this game was ridiculous. My first note I have here is just ha 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 ha, ha typed out all in all caps because this just could not happen to a better organization. The Cleveland Browns, as an organization, are trash. Uh, the Commanders are probably worse still, <laughs> but. This is a trash organization. I'm so happy that this that this happened to them. Uh, from now us talk about the winning side of this game, is is Joe Flacco going to get benched when Zach Wilson is healthy?
1: I don't know. I um. So, my feelings on is and we can move on. My feelings is that Zach's missed what for? Uh, well, he's going to miss four weeks when it's all said and done, give or take. Yeah. That's four weeks of actual football that he hasn't played yet. Like he hasn't. It was like he started the season two games and then he's out. So he's gonna. He's not gonna be up to football speed. So I think you go with the hot hand until Flacco starts to show his age and goes off the cliff. And even then, I think Mike White should come in. Um, Who? Be, Mike White. Never not heard of. Him. Not not White Mike.
0: Mike oh yeah, White. the Jets quarterback.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So I just, I don't know. I, I It's always a funny thing with that, but um I believe, you, you know, until Flacco loses the job technically, you know, and again, it's hard to say, oh, a guy got injured, he, he shouldn't get a spot again. But, I mean, Flacco played well enough to win that game. But, again, we we needed help. The Browns were inept. I mean, yes. Stupidity. And now that you say that, I kind of could say, well, they didn't know. The coaches probably didn't know that, like wait wait, just score a touchdown here and I'm like no the game is won
0: yeah yep you know game's over you just uh you just go down there last note of this game is that uh your second first round pick because he had three of them by your i mean the jets because Cleve is a jets fan for those that don't know um garrett wilson the wide receiver is going to be an absolute star yeah yeah which i already knew i knew the second he stepped on the field at ohio state that he was going to be great but um, I'm just really happy he left school early and is not Columbus anymore. I, I'm sick of dealing with him. I'm glad he's gone. Um, and now I can root for him and, and you now that he's on the Jets. Eight catches, 102 yards, two touchdowns. He had 37% of the targets. He only played 75% of the dropbacks. I mean, go Jets. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's awesome right there. Okay, the next game we have here, oh, man. We have the Bucks 20 at the Saints 10. The Bucks won this game, but I think that I think worse of them now, even though they won. Does that make sense? No. Why? Because they looked terrible. Like Jameis went full Jameis in this game 25 of 40, 36 one touchdown, and three interceptions, including a pick six. Mm-hmm. But the Bucs were awful. I mean,
1: I mean, 11 11 days, 11 days gone. This is what happens when you don't sync up with your guys.
0: Yeah. Listen, listen to these Mitch Trubisky ass numbers from Tom Brady. 18 of 34, 190 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Wow. Leonard Fournette had 65 yards rushing on 24 carries. I mean,
1: they, they gave more effort in the fucking fight than they did in the, in the game. Right.
0: Cleve, when you were 21, could you have gotten 65 yards and 24 carries in the NFL?
1: I think so. Yeah. I think so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's um uh hang up, guy. I know here for Paul. Holy crap, real breaking news. Major League Baseball, National Basketball Association, the National Hockey League may team up to buy out the company that runs the regional Bally sports networks.
1: Hmm.
0: I I assume, I assume that that would mean that. Uh, these, these other, uh, poverty sports would be able to show up like on on TV all over the place. I assume that's the, the fallout from this, that they get better TV deals or, or some such.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, so the Buccaneers, yeah, like they just couldn't move the ball. Brady's out here. He looks miserable. He's just yelling at everybody. He starts yelling at Marcus Lattimore. Marcus Lattimore owns Mike Evans, by the way. (laughs) And so he starts yelling at Lattimore. Evans runs in off the bench, shoves Lattimore to the ground. They both get ejected. Evans is going to be suspended for the Packers game this week. Like it's
1: stupid, like he, and I, I agree that he should have been suspended. Yeah. Because, um, you know, in all, in all fairness, you push a guy. What if, what if Lattimore fell and like hurt himself?
0: Yeah. All right. Especially because Lattimore didn't see it coming.
1: Yeah. It, it, I mean, the one, two years, three years ago was, was even worse, but I'm like, come on, man. Like seriously. And then, and then you turn around, it's Tom Brady. That's the refs. The rest supposed to fucking do that.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Also, I think Brady can handle himself.
1: Right. no, You know what? Brady's a mob boss to these guys. Like, the, you know, he expected him to do that. Brady should pay his fucking fine for him. How about that? Pay <laughs> his fine for him.
0: He actually might. He let Antonio Brown live in his house, so we can't really rule anything. Yeah. Out yeah. Tom Brady. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. He might pay his fine for him, you know.
0: Uh, the second most air yards by a wide receiver on the day was 174 for Garrett Wilson of the Jets. Who had the most and how many air yards on the day? Was it Mike Evans? Was it Michael Thomas? It was Chris Olave with 316. What? Chris Olave of the Saints that? had 316 air yards. In a loss. Oh, by, yes. And they had because 10-10. they couldn't connect in any of them. He had like five catches for 50 yards. <laughs> in fact, That's I got insane. it right here. He that had, yeah, he turned 316 air yards into five catches for 80 yards. Jameis. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Now, next week, Jameis will probably come out and throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns because he's just all over the place.
1: Yeah. He's that kind of guy. Like, you don't know who's going to show up until they show up. Spring crab yeah. legs
0: for him. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> oh, man. I, I um, can help myself. I mean, honestly, if you had told me, though, which, uh, like, before everything happened, like, which quarterback in the NFL would have the Deshaun Watson situation occur, I would have bet a lot of money on Jameis Winston, um, just given the history of everything. <laughs> so I think the Crab like jokes are completely fair. Um, okay, moving on to the next game, Cleve. Three wide receivers in NFL history have eight straight games of eight or more receptions. Right? Eight straight games of eight or more receptions. They are Michael Thomas, Antonio Brown, and who? Not Jerry. Nope, it's somebody who played on Sunday. Oh, played on uh, Cooper? No, I'm on Ross St. Brown. Wow, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maddie Ice used to call him a nice little receiver. I think he's a little bit better than that. I it's a good win. It's a good win. I think I, I think he might be a nice little pro bowl wide receiver here. Yeah, it, it, um, I'm on Ross St. Brown just goes completely off in this game. The Lions 36, Commanders 27. Uh, the, a game the Lions actually controlled most of the way. The commanders came back a bit in the fourth quarter, but it was never but it was never really, never really in doubt. So in this game, Cleve, I'm on Ross St. Brown. Nine catches for 116 yards and two touchdowns. In addition, two carries for sixty-eight yards. Nice.
1: Helped he had himself he had himself a day.
0: Yes. He had himself uh, a day. Which is eight days, eight days in a row now. Also, like this lions offense is for real. They have um, scored over 35 points for three for three straight games now. Going back to going back to last year, Jared Goff, 20 of 34, of <coughs> but 256 yards and four touchdowns.
1: They believe they they showed up. They showed up.
0: Yeah, and I think about what we're seeing here because they put up 35 on the Eagles last week and then 36 on the Commanders this week. The Eagles' defense, I think, might be might be legit, which is a huge bullish sign for the Lions but the commanders are bad and they still showed up. I think the lions are a team now that can just beat up. I'm bad. i bad Uh defenses. Uh, yeah. First battle hall of fame for Amara St. Brown, Ben. So hmm. the commanders though, again, put up some decent numbers. Carson Wentz in this game, 30 of 46 for 337 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. That's back to back 300 yard games for Carson Wentz. Uh, how many does he need before you take off the bus label Cleef?
1: How many he needs? How many more games like that? Yes, probably. You know what? No, he needs to take them to the playoffs.
0: To the playoffs. They need to win a playoff game,
1: win the playoff game.
0: Yeah. Win a playoff game with the commanders, then we can move from bus to just way overdrafted. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, nothing else, a uh, super interesting in this game. One last note for the lions, uh, two last notes. Uh, uh, Aiden Hutchinson, three sacks in this game. Fucking animal. Fucking <laughs> yes. Animal. Yes. So um, defensive player of the year or defensive rookie of the year. He's an that animal. seemed like, and he was the favorite, but that seemed to like one of those cases you just bet, bet the favorite. And then Jamison Williams, their wide receiver, the 12th overall is still out with ACL. He tore in the national title game. So mm-hmm. he's not even there yet. <laughs> like they have another great wide receiver, hopefully. To introduce to this offense, so things are looking pretty bullish for the Lions right now. Next game, here we had the Rams 28, the Falcons 3. Oh, the no, way I'm sorry, that was the late third quarter score. It ended up being Rams 31, Falcons 27. Cleve, the Falcons almost did it, they almost reversed the 28 to 3.
1: Was Arthur Blank on the field?
0: Uh, yes, yes, he was.
1: <coughs> okay. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a kiss of death when a guy shows up on the field. <laughs> like don't, don't don't leave the owner's suite. Just stay the fuck up there.
0: No, he needs to show up on the good. other team's sideline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just take take his cooler powers to the uh to the other team. So, big day for the rookie wide wide receivers. I didn't mention for the Commanders, but Jahan Dotson had another touchdown. We talked on Garrett Wilson for the for the Jets. Drake London in this game for Atlanta, eight catches, 86 yards and a touchdown the comparison for him was always like kind of Mike Evans, but I didn't think that was fair. He's just tall and fast, but he's shifty. Like, yeah, he's got some hip wiggle. He can mm -hmm. take screens and like throw some moves on people. I think, I think Drake Lund is going to be pretty good. I agree. The, um, other thing in this game though, Cleve, and I cannot believe this. I'm so mad about this. I actually didn't even make any notes about the Rams. Um, Last week, Kyle Pitts had two catches for 19 yards. How many catches and how many yards did he have in this game? None. Two catches for 19 yards. I thought, I thought, yeah, I thought Google made a mistake. I was like, oh, they copied over the thing from last week.
1: How do you, like, you get drafted when you get drafted, right? Fourth overall. Yeah, you get sent to a team. How do you go to the front office and say, I want to be a part of this game plan or I need to be involved some kind of way. That's it. That for, for a talent like that, that's, that's egregious, bro. Like send them somewhere else.
0: Do you know who the pick was right after Kyle Pitts that year? So
1: he was number four. No, no. Who's who's number five,
0: Jamar chase. Oh, wow. Right. So you could have had Jamar chase. You took Kyle Pitts instead. Defensible argument. I suppose I would not have done it, but defensible, um, and then you're going to give him two catches for 19 yards and back-to-back games. So after the game, of course, the beat writers asked the coach, Arthur Smith, about this. Like, hey, are you going to more involved? And this guy, this head coach, who is terrible, says, it's not fantasy football. We're just trying to win. All right.
1: I'll see you on Black Monday, buddy.
0: Right. Well, uh, <laughs> hey, jackass, They might be related maybe if you're getting Kyle Pitts some catches you could win some games it's not like you are winning and people are complaining cuz Kyle Pitts isn't getting any numbers he'll you're be home 0-2. for two
1: he'll be home for christmas <laughs> <God>. <laughs> i mean that's so fucked like dude in all seriousness like that's mind blowing bro you got that type of talent in your you know what like i said we'll see you on black monday with that with that mindset you're going to be fired
0: here are the players who caught passes for the Falcons on uh, on in this game. You tell me how many of these targets and catches should have gone to Kyle Pitts instead. Probably would have gone better. One catch for Brian Edwards. One catch for Parker Hesse. I don't even know who the fuck that is. One catch for Avery Williams. Two catches for Olamide Zacchias. And two catches for Kaderil Hodge.
1: Okay, so all of them, like... All of them could have went to Kyle
0: Pitts. Right, right. Like, how about we just launch Avery Williams, Parker Hesse, and Brian Edwards directly into the sun and we get Kyle, Kyle Pitts five catches. Two catches? I don't think five, five catches eight, for the fourth overall pick two years ago, who was six foot six and runs a four, four, nine, is, and it's like a 43 inch vertical, it is too much to ask.
1: Hey, his check cleared, Is check cleared today, this morning, so he's good. <laughs> ben said, who?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my joke, but uh I'm gonna I'm gonna steal it anyways. I just had all amid out loud and my furniture started floating. <laughs> no, not my joke. I don't know whose joke that is. It's actually about uh Alamanzar, which is uh Cardi B's real name. <laughs> so yeah, uh the Rams won Cooper Cup had a bunch of catches and a couple touchdowns and but the rams blew a 20 to 3 lead. They held they held the lead the entire game. They never gave it up, but they could have lost at the end of this game. So even though the rams sort of recovered from week 1, they still looked not not that great in the end. Um oh, last note here. Here are some players <laughs> I went to look some. Here are some tight ends Cleve with more receiving yards after 2 games than Kyle Pitts. Zach Gentry, Farrell Brown, and Colby Parkinson. They're all three, three real people. Those are all real people. Zach Gentry actually went to Michigan. Um, and Pharrell Brown should have gone to Michigan. He decided to go to Oregon instead, never catch any passes and get drafted in like the seventh round. Um, Chloe Parkinson went to Stanford, I think. But yeah, so like these are all real people, but they're all dust tight ends who should be getting two catches a game. It's like switch up whatever. Like you have to get the ball to Kyle Pitts if you're going to win. You also have to get to Drake London. Luckily, you only have two people.
1: You probably couldn't add those three, carry the one, uh, get an integer, and then say, are you number four in the draft? No.
0: Right. Exactly. But. Right. Notice that the Dolphins got, like, 57 targets for two, for uh, Tyreek Hill and 57 targets for Jalen Waddle in one game. Exactly. Right. Cedric <laughs> Wilson was running rim sprints, right? I don't even know who the 4th receiver is on the Dolphins. Honestly, I have no idea it doesn't matter because they just know you're going to get the ball to the good to to the good to guys. Good yep. Uh so going from going from being angry now to being sad. The next game here 49ers 27, Seahawks 7 and of course the big thing out of this is that Trey Lance fractures his ankle. It's out out for the year. Um obviously just ter- I feel awful for him. I feel awful for 49 er fans. I feel awful for football fans because we really want to see what the 49ers could look like with a athletic, you know, just dynamic quarterback, because like we're just going to watch the same good but ultimately anticlimactic movie all over again with Jimmy G at quarterback. Like, we've seen this before. They're going to be good. They're going to win between 10 and 13 games. They're going to go to the playoffs. The NFC is weak. They might make it back to the Super Bowl again, and they're going to get murdered by the Bills or somebody. <laughs> right? I just... I'm just so I'm just so bummed all the way around. And then Paul says, "RIP Dave's bags." That's true. Um, obviously, I had a lot of Trey Lance and best ball. He just takes zeros now on all, on all those lineups. But from just a pure football standpoint, like the 49ers had a chance to be really good with a brand new dynamic quarterback, and to miss out on it, just I'm just bummed about it.
1: Yeah, it's tough. I just um, I kind of agree with. And you know, I'm I've taken shots at the kid obviously, but for his play, I know he's learning. It's just another setback for him um, to be out another year. So yeah. when he comes back unfairly, it's going to be like a make it or break it year for him. Because yep, you know they're like oh, okay, it's been three years now.
0: So yeah, they have to seven. decide that it's option the year after the summer yeah, after. So. so
1: it 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 that's the sad part. It's like this kid's getting a raw deal from the gate because I do agree with what you and Matt said last season is that they should have just played him when Jimmy G burnt out. Just play the kid. Yeah take your lumps, you know, but I guess every team is, well, every good team is built to go right now. And you like you said a spot on Jimmy G is going to get them to a spot and then the real Jimmy G is going to show up and just fuck it up.
0: Well, he just, he like, there's nothing wrong, particularly with Jimmy G. He just isn't dynamic enough to beat the teams with the dynamic quarterbacks. Now, maybe this year, because Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, there's questions, Tom Brady, there's questions. Right. The Cowboys, there's questions. Maybe there's not a lot of dynamic quarterback play in the NFC and they can roll through that. And it's just one game against Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. But, you know, whoever they play in the Super Bowl, the other quarterbacks going to be better. You already know that before they get there. Even if they played the Bengals, Joe Burrow's better. Right. It doesn't matter. The other team, the AFC team is going to have a better quarterback. And it's just a real a real bummer there. On the other side of the ball, we did confirm that the Seahawks are, in fact, absolute garbage.
1: Pete Carroll's on his way out, bro. He's done.
0: Yeah, he was just absolutely murdering gum on the sideline uh, this week. It, it, was, it was bad. So my question here, and we're going to get to it later when we get to them, but given how terrible the Seahawks obviously are, how bad are the Broncos? I mean, hold your thought, but it's, it's, it's something to consider because – the Seahawks uh, are bad.
1: I'm going to try not to cough through this. So, and this is kind of like, this is like as serious, uh, serious as I can be about this. There were a lot of coaches that didn't get jobs in this league, right? Right. Minority coaches, regular coaches that didn't get jobs, yep. right? Lovey got, you know, Lovey got, you know, recycled. Yeah. This guy comes out of nowhere because I guess his dad was a, a great coach at some point. He he is fucking clueless with yes. this. You got Russell Wilson, who's not, you know, obviously Russell's on, you know, tail end of his career, but he's still Russell Wilson. You're fucking burning timeouts. Like, what are you doing? Like, what, like, I always said this, man. When they interview coaches, how did you get to your interview? They said that he, he, he interviewed well. What does that mean? He was like, white. You talk, like, you say again? He was white. I just don't understand how, like, I mean, have you ever seen anything like that? Like the coach doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, and then and keeps admitting, hey, I, I have to be better here. I, I need to, I need to, like, he, he doesn't know what he's doing.
0: Yeah, he, so I put down here on my notes, uh, and just real quick for the score, Broncos did win the game 16 to nine yeah. over the Texans, but I, I don't feel like they should get a W <laughs> like, it was really bad. So in here, I put it early to call for Hackett to be fired, but it may not be in two weeks, but this is the worst coaching hire since Adam Gaze, Matt, Patricia, Joe judge. Um, and the thing is though, all three of those you could see coming as being awful hires. This one was a bit sneakier, right? It's not like when he was hired, people were like, what's happening. He wasn't met out of his mind at his, uh, uh, press conference, allegedly like Adam Gaze or whatever, like, it just came from out of nowhere. So the if I mean if the Texans could have gotten anything going in this game, they they would have won. And honestly, I think the Seahawks would have beat the Broncos again this week.
1: Yeah, they they got lucky. I mean, a win is a win, obviously in the NFL. But how do you think Russell feels about this guy? Because he's he's such a company guy. Russell is. Yeah, I can't see him publicly, obviously, saying something, and then maybe privately not even saying something either. If this was like an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady, rest assured that culture would probably been like, Hey, I I don't know what this guy's doing, and I didn't come here for this bullshit. Yeah. He's clueless, bro. He's I thought I thought McCarthy was bad at clock management and just game management. This guy, I honestly any Madden player out there worth their salt could could fucking run a game plan.
0: Yes. So Denver in this game took five delay of game penalties.
1: How do you do that in the
0: NFL? It was so bad that the home crowd was counting down the play clock the way that you count down the shot clock in basketball. So, like, the players would know how much time was on the clock. Uh, They're two games in. The Broncos were getting booed by the fans in Denver, and it's not like Denver is Philly. (laughs) You know, like, things are chill in Denver. You know, you're not supposed to – the the, the Avalanche just won the Stanley Cup. Like things are good there, <laughs> and they're between the, the team already in a game they won because they just know. Like, Hackett is. I don't
1: know. I,
0: you, I don't want
1: to say it's nepotism because of who his old man was, but I don't know. I hate when they say interviewed well because I don't know what that really means. Like you, yeah, like you 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 talk a lot of bullshit and you were, were able to they gave right. you you know they gave you the keys to something and you, you don't know what you're doing with it so
0: and they and you know the rumors that Eric Bieniemy doesn't interview well but at this point I don't care if Eric Bieniemy walked into the interview room and just took a shit on the desk and walked out he'd be a better coach than Nathaniel Hackett
1: yeah i don't i don't i mean god that it, it's i mean i've lived through a bad coach like and you have too yeah so we we know what but that is um that is like, I can't even explain it. I've never seen anything like that. Like you burning timeouts. Like I'm like, what are you doing? Timeout. Yeah. Timeout. Timeout.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. Just. Just terrible. Um. And going back to last week when he made the decision to to set up the 64 yard field goal rather than go for it on fourth and four the five with his quarter billion dollar quarterback. After the game, he said something. He he like he had like I'm sorry, but so he was like, oh yeah, in hindsight we should have gone for it, but. Excuse A, B, C, D, and E, and he was really actually just arguing for his position again. And, like, you know, bro, it'd be one thing if he came out and he was like, I made a mistake. Uh, you know, McManus had been making those kicks in, uh, in practice. And I thought it was a good way to go. I thought it was a good, a good opportunity, but clearly now in hindsight, we should have gone four and fourth the five. We're going to make that adjustment. We're going to be better going forward. But, I mean, that's what you do. Instead, he defends his decision, comes up the next week, takes five delay a game penalties and burns all of his timeouts. <laughs> um, yeah, the Texans, the Texans looked really bad and I'm a little scared here because I thought they could have a good, a, like a decent offense, They should have done more in this game. I mean, the the Texans really should have won this game. I'm not convinced the Broncos are the better team on the field. Cortland Sutton was the best player on the field, but I'm not convinced the Broncos are the best team on the field.
1: True that. I agree.
0: Um, The next game we have here, we were this close, I think, to getting our first fired coach. I mean, this close. The Cardinals 29, Raiders 23 in overtime. Cleve, we were this close to Cliff Kingsbury getting fired. I think
1: I'm I have the giggles tonight, and
0: uh, yeah, I mean the Raiders are up twenty to nothing in this game, and as it's happening, I'm like, this is it. They're going to win this game like thirty-one to nothing, and the Cardinals are going to be like, why would we even wait? Like, what's the point of even waiting for this? Like, let's try to bring in an interim coach, fire things up. Whatever, and then the Cardinals. And by the way, I said the Cardinals come back to me, Kyler Murray came back and won this game. Um, I don't know how much of this game you saw, but Kyler Murray was just bonkers yeah. every single play. I
1: think so. What I did see because I, I, like, when I don't get to see the games, I watch like NFL, you know, yep. rewind whatever. Yep. And I don't think I don't think he did anything on script. There was no game plan. I think he just he went out there and played fucking backyard ball
0: that two point conversion where (laughs) 85 yards, he ran 85 yards scrambling to get the two point conversion. And because you know, the Raiders were just like, don't let Kyler run for it. Right. So they dropped like they're allowed 11 players on the field. They dropped 14 into coverage. It felt like, (laughs) and it didn't matter. Like he just ran around, ran around, ran around, ran around, runs over the two point conversion, the two point conversion to tie the game at the end that like, Bullet pass to AJ Green, which Pat Doherty from uh, Roto World said that AJ Green didn't catch the two pointer, the two pointer caught him. Wow. <laughs> which, is, which is pretty accurate. Um, you know, that was an amazing throw. And, you know, from the Raiders' point of view, you blow a 20 to nothing lead. Remember last week, Devontae Adams had a 45% target share, all these catches, all the yards look just like he always has. How many catches and yards for Devontae in this one?
1: Do you have like three for like sixty something yards?
0: Two catches, twelve yards. One of them was a one yard touchdown, but two catches for 12 yards, and it's like you know, you salt away the game by giving the ball to Devontae Adams. You don't get a 20-nothing lead and start handing the ball to Josh Jacobs. Right? Josh Jacobs had 19 carries in this game for 69 yards because they're trying to kill the clock or whatever. You kill the clock by scoring points and throwing the ball to Devontae Adams. What you don't do is throw it to Hunter Renfro, and I'm so glad that I can finally say this without people looking at me like I'm crazy. Hunter Renfro is trash. He is a dust ball. (laughs) He is not good. He is he has one decent skill, which is he's able to get open within like the first five yards of the line of scrimmage, which makes him a decent red zone option. So congratulations, he's a five foot two backup tight end, right? Wow. Hunter Renfro is not good; he should not be commanding targets over Darren Waller, Devonte Adams, or even Mac Hollins. And I don't understand why, when the game is on the line, you have Darren Waller, you have Devonte Adams, you keep throwing the ball to this accountant masquerading as an NFL player. And of course, what happened is this dude who's like three foot six finally got hit by an NFL defender. Ball pops out. Hunter Renfro is still on the field right now, I'm pretty sure. The mm. Cardinals scoop and score, take it back down the field. And everybody wants to make this big deal out of Hunter Renfro, who is perfectly average, not great at anything. Perfectly average. He is he is the epitome of a dust ball. And I'm just like, finally, a terrible play by this not great player, so I can say this without so people looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> and no, Hunter Renfro did not cost me money.
1: I was gonna say.
0: <laughs> no, that's just a authentic, authentic uh football, football take. Uh with this loss, though, the Raiders do fall the 0-2. I would say in this division that would be a real problem, but the Broncos are probably garbage because of their coach. And Herbert's rib injury, they're saying he could play this week, but I would be shocked. So if Herbert's out for a couple weeks, the Raiders at 2 might not be dead here. Mm. Wow. The uh, next game here, we have the Sunday nighter. We have the uh, Bears 10 at the Packers 27 and look at that. looks like the Bears won a 50-50 game in a monsoon against the 49ers, and they were actually outmatched the entire way because the Packers slept walk through this game. Crazy stuff. <laughs> Crazy stuff. I, uh, I'm i going to pull this up here because I think we have some. They're still in the league going on for you here, Cleve. So first I do want to mention uh, Aaron Jones in this game. 15 carries for 132 yards and a touchdown. Three catches for 38 yards and a touchdown. Aaron Jones tied for the team lead with three catches. Randall Cobb also had three catches. Who was the third Packer to have three catches in this game? Was it that Watson kid? No. Uh, oh, he did have three catches, but only for nine yards, so he's further down the list. Sorry, oh. four had three catches. Who's the fourth to have three catches?
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: Sammy Watkins.
1: He's still in the league,
0: huh? Yes. <laughs> he he still in the fucking league, huh? Yeah, three catches, 93 yards. They hit a big one to him, too. Wow. Yeah, so Sammy Watkins is uh, apparently still in the league here. And, again, not much to say on this game besides the fact that Aaron Jones is good. A.J. Dillon is good. Aaron Rodgers is good. The Packers' defense is good. And they're going to duct tape some wide receivers together and uh, try to figure it out. Or they could just trade a first-round pick to the Falcons for Kyle Pitts because apparently they don't want him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Now, Monday night was a doubleheader with overlapping games. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what did, what did you think about that?
1: I mean, honestly, you know, we're so used to red zone, and we didn't have that option. And I try to do the pitcher in the pitcher. I just – I really want to see the Eagles game. Yeah. But I also wanted to see the Pills game as well. And I'm like, I don't know why they did that. Stupid.
0: It, yeah. Incredibly stupid. I went to screen. I had the TV. I had the uh, iPad and had the two going with as soon as the Eagles started, though, they went on the big screen because yeah, I wanted to see a, the Eagles. Yeah, it was a great. Um, game. yeah. So the first game we had here, we had Titans seven at the Bills, 41. Oh, boy. Um, I think the Titans are probably are probably garbage, but the that Malik is a
1: Willis, the Malik Willis, era needs to start
0: now. Yeah, when you saw him take off and run, Scott comparing him to Michael Vick is still outrageous, but it was much less outrageous once I saw him take off and start running.
1: Yeah, it's man. Derrick Henry had what two first downs?
0: Uh, yes, Derrick Henry 13 carries for 25 yards did manage to score the only touchdown in the game, though. Yep, they're they are in a lot of trouble, however, it's the other side that we need to talk about because the bills are last week when they came out for the season up against the Rams, I was like, okay, they're going to come out. They're going to kick the Rams ass. They're fired up. Cause their last game was that game against the Chiefs that they lost. This might be a team that's just on a mission this entire season. And we might see a lot of beat downs this year from this team, Josh Allen, 26 of 38, 317 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Looked good. Your boy, St- I mean, Steph- Stephon Diggs, twelve catches, hundred and forty-eight yards, three touchdowns. I mean, they were synced up, bro. They were pride to the DMV. Up.
1: They were synced up. I mean, at, and that's why I wanted to see the Eagles game because at the point of, I think after halftime, I was just like, not much to see here, and then I just kept seeing the, like the track meet that it was. Yeah, and I'm like, is Raybro going to play some defense? <laughs> like, what the fuck? What are they doing out there?
0: Yeah, they had just no answer for Buffalo. And Honestly, Buffalo had the starters out of the game halfway through the third quarter,
1: pretty much. Yeah, which is like the ultimate sign of like, wow, they do yeah. they they're done. They're done. Yeah,
0: if the Bills had wanted to, they could have put up like seventy here. I think. Oh, I yeah. don't think that the Titans defense could have stopped the Bills' yeah. first team offense consistently.
1: And why would you? You know, I would pull my guys too. Like, I'm not gonna risk a guy getting hurt for. Oh
0: yeah, like, for sure.
1: not even fighting back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. Um oh I do have a note here that I wrote down. I have uh the the Titans are boiled ass and so should start playing Malik Willis right now.
1: Yep. We we you've seen enough of uh Tannehill. We've seen enough.
0: Yeah, there's and, and the thing is too, the team is going nowhere. Um and we'll, we'll do a quick look at next week's games after this last game here. And I, I don't know who the Titans have, but I'm probably gonna like the other team. <laughs> if they fall to 0 3, then it might really be time for Malik Willis. Um last game here. The Vikings 7 at the Eagles 24.
1: Um, So, do you know who Michigan J-Frog is?
0: Uh, Yes, obviously. His name is Michigan.
1: That's who Kirk Cousins is. (laughs) He's the guy, when you're not looking, hello, my baby, hello, my He's And then you look at him, he's that fucking guy. When you're not looking at Kirk Cousins, he's amazing. That got yo his stat line for primetime. time. I got you like this. His primetime stats are horrendous for the for a Monday night game. Was he two and seventeen?
0: I love how you're out here. You got allergies, you're coughing, you're oh, drinking water, up. you got all this going on, and you're like, but hang on a second, I have to do the Michigan J-Frog.
1: Hello, my baby. Hello, my... Da- he's that fucking... Yo, he's... That's who he is. He's Michigan J-Frog, bro.
0: Oh, my God. That guys. amazing. Oh. Yeah, Three yeah two, and ten- 2 and 10 on Monday night. Uh, yeah, just not a... Not gonna, and you know what I'm gonna say here, Cleve. Sorry, i I have to. I have to recover. I am. I am. I'm losing it at the Michigan j Frog. Um, I was not expecting that. Uh, at some point next week, can you just randomly start doing that when Scott's talking? <laughs> <laughs> just bust it out out of nowhere. Maybe as we're talking about the Vikings because they play the Lions next week. Like just right into it. Just have. Just have Scott fall out. Um. You gotta give me the
1: graphic, though. You gotta give me the graphic, <laughs> the top hat and shit. <laughs> all right, I'll, reach, to- it. I'll <laughs> reach out to I'll reach out
0: to Jake. See, see, we'll see what I can. Thanks, Paul. Paul says oh, Cleveland saved himself so all show for that Dude, bit.
1: I'm hurting, man. I'm hey, Paul. I'm hurting, bro. You have no idea. I'm hurting, but I'm here for you guys.
0: <laughs> um. uh well, you know what I'm gonna say in this situation, right? Throw it to Jefferson.
1: He was pissed. Yes. He was fucking pissed.
0: Yeah. And thanks. I mean, he had, he had a decent amount of targets, I guess, but he only ends up with, uh, where are we at here? Six catches for 48 yards. That's not going to get it done for this offense. And a lot of like, so Darius Slay made a lot of huge plays in this game.
1: That was Kurt's favorite receiver.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Would be, would be great. The lions had somebody like him. Um, but most of the plays that Slay was able to make were on horribly underthrown passes, and you could really see the difference between Kirk Cousins and Matt Stafford, right, and Jefferson and Cup. Stafford can always get the ball to wherever Cup is going. Like though, like when Stafford's getting hit in the chest, he has the arm to still get it to the back pylon and give Cup a chance, right? Yeah. Cousins, he has a strong arm. Like, I'm it's, not saying that. But
1: it it's sailing on him. It's sailing on yeah, him. It's, I mean, it's, but it's yeah, but it's not
0: world-class. It's not world-class, he can't be taking a hit and get it all the way down, down the field like that. And that was just really on display here. So I think the Vikings will be fine. I predicted the Eagles to the Super Bowl, so I see no shame in just getting pounded by the Eagles on the road. Cleve your boy Jalen Hurts. Man, Your boy Jalen Hurts. Coming uh, out
1: party, bro. Coming out party.
0: 26-31, 333 yards, one touchdown, one pick. 11 carries, 57 yards, two touchdowns, and two manly touchdowns, Yeah. Too.
1: And the pick wasn't his fault. The fucking no. guy, yeah, the fucking guy like popped it or whatever. And I'm like, Yeah, catch the ball. Yeah. Yeah. He had a great, he had a great game. I, I was happy for him. I was very happy for him. I mean, um, they said he did a lot of work in the offseason to, to get himself prepared, and it shows. I mean, he showed up different, different guy.
0: Yep. And remember how the Falcons had Drake London had eight catches and Kyle Pitts only had two and you're like, well, sure. They got the ball to Drake London. So in this game, Devontae Smith, seven catches, AJ Brown, five catches. Somehow they still managed to get Dallas Goddard, five catches. Turns out you can't have good wide receivers and still get the ball to your good tight end. Jackass Arthur Smith. It's not fantasy football. Um, Paul does bring up a good point here. He says, "Can we talk about how the Lions looked against the Eagles, um, and then how the compared to how the Vikings looked against the Eagles? And the Lions obviously looked a lot better. Um, but I w- if we flip the location, because the Lions got the Eagles at home, the Vikings did have to go on the road. Um, and on a Monday night game, I have a feeling if the Lions went to the Eagles on a Monday night as well, the Lions would not have looked as good. Although maybe they would have looked better because they could run the ball." And it's possible the Eagles are susceptible to the running game and the Vikings cannot run the ball at all. And the Lions, looking at all like the fancy metrics, are very efficient at running the football. So that could be that could be the difference, the difference there. Anyways, Cleve, did you bet the Eagles to win the Super Bowl two weeks ago, three weeks ago when I called it, or did you wait till the value was gone? I wait till the value was gone. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm an idiot. All right. So that takes care of the games uh that happened this past week, as well as Herm Edwards getting fired on the field. Now, quickly here is going to take a look at some of the games uh, next week. Thursday night, Cleve. I hope you're ready for this. Barn Burner. We got Mitch Trubisky against Jacoby Brissett.
1: I'm gonna rearrange my sock drawer. <laughs> Alphabetical order.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm you know I'm I'm I don't think I'm gonna have the full 150 lineups going on uh on FanDuel for that one. I think I might make one single entry team and and call it call it a night, you know, turn in for turn in at halftime, see if anything interesting is happening. Uh you mentioned the Bills are at the Dolphins next week. If the Dolphins win that game, though, you are in trouble. Lord Tua might actually call for your head. <laughs> <laughs> in that case. Uh um, did we skip the Bengals? Yeah. And the yeah. Cowboys. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We skipped the Bengals Cowboys. Hey, the Cowboys won. They beat the Bengals. The Bengals are only two. Cleve. You said they would go 15 and 2 this year. Are the Bengals going to win 15 games in a row?
1: I don't man. Um, whatever money that they that they spend for that offensive line for Joe Burrow. I don't know if it's monopoly money or what, Yes, yeah, six
0: spent. six sacks for the Cowboys in this game. Cooper Rush gets himself the win. Tony Pollard with an explosive play down the sideline. Maybe man. it's time.
1: And Micah seems like he's just unblockable.
0: Yes, yeah, Michael Parsons is a monster. He is, he's a real problem. So, uh, yeah, quick, quickly by that game. But the main thing is the Bengals are bad. Khalid, do you know who the Bengals play this week on the road?
1: No, who they got?
0: The Jets. Here we go. So, are you going to root for your team to bury your preseason prediction, or are you going to root for your preseason prediction?
1: I'm, I'm a roof. I'm a roof for my for my team because obviously <laughs> I coach. Gotta taking receipts for
0: some stupid <laughs> reason. So. <laughs> that's so great too that he won the game this week after those stupid comments. Um, he should have walked, he should have walked into the uh into the locker room after the game with like one of those giant ass CVS receipts <laughs> and just like like browse across it or something. Um but, anyways, that's why I host the show when he coaches football. Let's see, I'm just scanning through the games here. Oh, Ra- Raiders and Titans, Battle of 0-2 teams. Somebody's going to start 0-3 there. Mm, scanning through, scanning through. Justin Jefferson gets the Lions, probably get right there. The Colts have to host the Chiefs. We mentioned that, so the Colts could be in a lot of trouble. If they can't pull that out. Oh, here you go, Cleve, 1 o'clock. This is where your attention is going to be 100%. Texans at the Bears. Mm. <laughs> no, you're not going to be watching that one. How no. many plays for that game will be on red zone? Five?
1: Yeah, they're probably going to be scanning across the, like, oh, nothing's happening here.
0: Actually, that is a good chance for Justin Fields' breakout, though. That's a good opportunity for him. Texans at home?
1: He needs to um, get some some thick skin.
0: Yep. He um, uh, gets the fans. The uh, Chargers may be without Justin Herbert. If so, Chase Daniel gets the Jags at home. Chase showing up for work, yeah. going to have to earn that money this time. Guy helped himself to a nice, nice career, bro. Yep. We mentioned the uh, Packers and Bucks in in the uh, Mike Evans suspension. He's appealing it, but I don't think he's gonna win. I think he's gonna no, no. I don't suspect. think
1: he's gonna win. And and it's it, it's kind of messed up because I wanted to see both teams at full throat because maybe the last time we see Rogers and and um and Brady duel. So yep. it's kind of messed up that that he's gonna miss that.
0: Yeah, they don't they'll have Godwin either because he's still out. Yeah. So we'll um, Sunday night game. 49ers at Broncos.
1: Well, Jimmy G's gonna kill him, bro.
0: Yeah. What could have been? Trey Lance getting Nathaniel Hackett fired. Would have been perfect for the show.
1: You think you think if he has another bad game, like they're gonna call him to the carpet?
0: No, but I think that if he – has a really bad record this year. Like, if he wins four or fewer games, he might be one and done. I mean, w- what did we get, Urban? N- week nine? Something like that. He had to have enough time to go uh, hang around with the Coates at a steakhouse. So it was at least a few weeks in. It's <laughs> great. Um, and then Monday Night Football. See, I love how they, when they save the big games and the big quarterback matchups for primetime, Cooper Rush for standing Dimes. Wow. Cooper, man, that's
1: going to... Just like some shit games this week.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Rams and Cardinals will at least be fun. Who's got um, a Thursday nighter? Uh, that That is... Uh, the Thursday night game is Jacoby Brissett against uh, Mitch Trubisky. Damn. And, you know,
1: I... I have Amazon Prime, and I didn't know. I don't know where, where I was. I was under a rock. I'm looking for the game. And someone says it's on Amazon Prime. I'm like, it's on Amazon Prime, and I yeah. just turned it on.
0: Um, yeah. What'd you think of the experience watching it on Prime?
1: I don't know. I did, it was regular to me
0: it was nothing special. Well, See, I did not like it at all. I did not like it. Yeah,
1: it's nothing special. I, I didn't. I think unless you're in that market, like you freeze out a lot because not everyone has Amazon Prime, you know. Yeah. And you freeze out a lot of people from watching these games. So.
0: Yeah, stupid. Yep. Um, which won't be a problem this week. A lot of people won't want to oh, watch yeah, it yeah, anyhow.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, they're gonna have really fucking um low numbers, or they should.
0: The yeah, that
1: is it's trash.
0: Yeah, I thought the frame rate was low, and I checked; it was not my internet. Uh, it was just the broadcast, and the crowd noise was super muted.
1: Yeah, I thought that was my TV. I was freaking out because I'm a gamer, and I'm like, yo, did I break my TV, and I thought it was my TV. It was just. It was just, yeah. It was, yeah, but, yeah. Um, Pause right. It's their They're Arrowhead. Sure.
0: It's a close game. It's supposed to be fancy. I think earlier I said they were in L.A. They weren't. They were in Arrowhead. Like, um, it, it Arrowhead's loud. It's always crazy loud, and you just couldn't tell. It felt like you were watching the game with Kirk Herbstreit in his living room, which is actually a personal nightmare of mine. <laughs> so I really, really did not enjoy it. I th- I thought I I thought they did pretty decent the
1: the broadcasting. That was pretty decent.
0: Well, I mean, Al Michaels is good, and Kirk Street, a fine broadcaster, yeah. but they're, they're he's nothing—he's nothing special. Yeah. Um, too bad it's not Akeem keep to leave. That was that was going to be him. Yeah,
1: I um I was going to reference that to you guys in a in a in a text, but uh, it slipped my mind. Yeah, he's he's fighting his brother's case. It's yeah, fun.
0: yeah. Nope, that's uh too bad, too bad there because I do like a keep to leave in the booth, but. That's uh, that's the end of that. Okay, so we are uh, we're about to take off here again. If you're listening to this on audio, it is a YouTube live stream. There is a link in the show notes where you can click on that. It will take you directly to the YouTube. You can uh, subscribe and it will give you uh, notifications for anytime we go live in the future. If you stumble upon this on YouTube, hello, it is also a podcast. We're available everywhere you get podcasts, literally anywhere. So, you can find us anywhere. We are part of the Maddie Ice Media Network. Nice got, shirt, got my shirt here uh, oh, representing MaddieIceMediaNetwork.com. Lots of great podcasts there to uh, to check out. Cleve, any final words before we get out of here?
1: Nah, I'm, I mean, uh, so far, two weeks of football, well, two weeks of, of NFL football, and it's been just crazy, like things that you would not imagine happening. Um, yeah. So, I'm looking forward to seeing what's next.
0: It's great. Yeah. No. It should be. It should be fantastic. I'm looking forward to the Jets sending the Bengals to 0 3.
1: I mean, both our teams won, and we both didn't acknowledge that. Both our teams won.
0: Has that happened in the history of the show? No. We've taken losses <laughs> together. <laughs> oh, many of those. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This. This is. This is the first year. This is season three for us, right? Yes. Yeah, it's the first time that we both can celebrate a, a win on the same week.
0: Yeah. Yeah, holy crap. Yeah, we should have made yeah. a bigger deal about that.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah. Well, hopefully hopefully, it's the first of many weekends like this to uh, to come. <laughs> Take your receipts. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if the Jets ever play the Lions in the Super Bowl, we're going to broadcast Oh, yeah, the line, yeah, yeah, right?
1: yeah. Yeah, we're going. We're going. <laughs> mean, I'm calling out of work. We're going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not to go fight the snakes. All right. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, we will see you guys uh, back here next Tuesday. Uh, Everybody, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Peace. Peace.